0: much less
1: love the beauty and less worth
0: nothing in this world can satisfy Jesus you're the cup that will run
1: dry
0: treasure of my heart and of my soul In my weakness, you are merciful, Redeemer of my past and present wrong, Holder of my future days to come, and all my days on earth I will await. The moment that I see you face to face For nothing in this world is satisfied Jesus, you're the cup that will run
1: dry Your passion is there spirit of the
2: living god we are gathered tonight to encounter your grace to encounter jesus we have come to obtain the grace that makes for advancement I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bless us in no small way tonight. And let the name of Jesus be glorified. For in Jesus' name, I pray. God bless you. Please be seated. We rise in this kingdom on the strength of the light that we access. It takes more than a desire to advance, to go forward. It takes more than a well-intentioned desire. It takes light. In this kingdom, it is the light that you access that paves the way for you into a life of exploits and a life of greatness. And may that light come over someone tonight in the name of Jesus you know one of the reasons why i love to teach the word of god is because the word of god among the many things that it is and it does is that the word of god defines the boundary of god's commitment to the believer god as mighty as he is cannot be committed to the be- to the believer outside of the scope and the provision that the word allows That means, if you cannot find it in scripture, God is not committed to make it happen in your life. It is how he designed this system to work. That he has even honored his word above his office and above his reputation. So every time the word of God comes, it is not one of the many aspects of the service. It is a very important aspect of the service because... When the Word of God comes, I may have said it here that the Word of God is like a tray. If you look at this right here, this is holding a cup of water. So if you see someone coming to you with a tray, you begin to rejoice because the tray carries something on it. Ultimately, you want to enjoy what is on the tray, but you cannot enjoy what is on the tray until you can hold the tray. Is that true? So, when the Word of God is coming to you, you have to understand that the Word of God is like a spiritual tray. It comes with it, your lifting, your next level, new anointing, your healing, new grace. So, when you embrace the Word, you have also demonstrated your commitment to embrace everything that comes with the Word. And may the Lord help us tonight. In Jesus' name. I prayed and sought the Lord for what to share um i've always been very intentional but i think i'm growing again to be very intentional about the things that i share number one i only teach the things that i believe and number two i i truly teach for transformation and for impact at the back of the things that i teach i desire not just for people to see and appreciate the depth of the truth the dexterity of the communication more than that, my desire and my drive is to see that every time God gives me an opportunity to bring truth to God's people, that it is communicated in a way that they are able to receive it and that it produces results in their lives. Hallelujah. Praise the, truth. Praise the Lord. So, in line with the team, I want to teach on what I title, The price for New Dimensions. The price for new dimensions. Believe me, this teaching will bless you. For many of us, we probably are at the end of certain phases in our lives and we are trusting God for more, greater horizons, greater dimensions of exploits in ministry, in business. There are keys that make for these kinds of results. And it is important that we access through knowledge the keys that make for new dimensions. Hallelujah! The teaching seeks to supply us the spiritual truths that would help us contend for growth to maintain impact and relevance as far as our destinies are concerned. Three scriptures and then God would open our eyes to a few things tonight in the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 3 We'll start from verse 12 to 14. Philippians chapter 3. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. 13. Brethren, i count not myself to have apprehended he says but this one thing i do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before 14. i press someone prophesy. say i press Amen. one more time say i press Amen. i press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of god in christ jesus scripture number two first corinthians 8 and verse 2 very interesting challenging and instructive scripture can we read together ready one to read and if any man think that he knoweth anything he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know one more time And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. Hallelujah. Just like the man of God was sharing, I have seen by the privilege of God's grace, I have seen people make impact in ministry, impact in career in business i have seen people rise mightily so mightily used by god but the surprising thing is as frequent as i have seen people rise i have also seen people fall and i have seen others who did not fall but stop rising i have seen people plateau at dimensions accessing the anointing, the prophetic, the gifts of the Spirit, ministry, growth, finances. There are two dangers that the Bible warns about. Number one is retrogression. Number two is to plateau and to limit yourself at a level. There are many people who believe that just because you are not going down, it means that is the best of you. The Bible declares that the path of the just... That the path of the just is as a shining light that shines ever brighter even unto the perfect day. So, so many people are not able to make sustainable advancement. And the reason is because many have neglected some of the truths that you will be learning. Others may have been ignorant of some or even all of these truths. And so conferences like this, number one, would challenge those who have gone down to show you that there is a road map. The Bible says, rejoice not over me, my enemies, that though I fall, I will rise. Elevation is still a possibility in this kingdom. That no matter how low, nobody can get lower than Jesus went down to Hades. Yet he came up again and is exalted at the highest position. That already is a pattern for us. That no matter how low you get, there is a power. That same power that raised Christ from right where he was and took him and elevated him. For someone, that same power is lifting you from where you are to where you need to be. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then for those who have plateaued at a level. Now please listen. Let me teach you something up front. We advance in this kingdom by light And life is in phases and dimensions That means the dimension of light you need to access stage A Or a level in your life May not necessarily be the only dimension of light and truth You would need to access another level Let me tell you what limitations are Limitations are a letter from your future Telling you I am there But your current level of knowledge cannot take you there. Are we together? When you face limitations that inhibit your progress. See them as letters from your future. Coming to you to verify that that future you desire is actually there. But this current version of you cannot go there. So when you start out in life. The level of knowledge that brings you to level A or stage A, spiritually, financially, ministerially, and otherwise, you will need more than that to shift to a new season. Now, the challenge is that most people, they stop learning and they stop opening up themselves to new superior dimensions of truth. And you will find out that even though they may not backslide, they plateau at a level... And it is dangerous, it is dangerous for your yesterday to look better than your today. Hallelujah. Are we learning? I want to share with us two keys that I've learned as a prize for new dimensions. And it's a charge and then we'll pray. And I trust that God will grant us grace, even if it's in a few minutes, to just pray. While I was at the office, I, I heard the man of God just speaking and prophesying and declaring. And um, for me, I think that it will be good to just follow along that line to also speak over our lives when we are done. Praise the name of the Lord. One of the ways that the Lord helps us to grow and to access light in the kingdom is to personify his thoughts and his intents using men. That means it is consistent with God's character that every time God wants to establish a modus operandi, that means a pathway to achieving certain things spiritually, he will usually find a man and then model that path with that man And keep that man as a reference, as his recommendation. That every time you want to access that dimension, you study that individual. For instance, every time you want to study on encounters, you want to know God, you want to press towards the things of God, the biblical figure that is recommended is the man Jacob. Jacob is God's idea of the protocol towards an encounter. How that he encountered the Lord. You see that in Genesis 28, then in Genesis 32. The Bible records his failure, records the consequences for his failing to discern the Lord's presence. And then now records an opportunity that God gave him again. And how that he wrestled with that man to a point that God named that dimension after Jacob. He calls himself the God of Jacob. He says, who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He says that he will receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Then he says, this is the generation of them that seek your face. O oh jacob king james says the original translation is oh god of jacob that means we seek your face after the pattern of jacob are we together when you want to study on prevailing prayer the kind of prayer that produces results the individual that personifies that dimension is elijah james chapter 5 when you read from verse 13 it begins by saying that um, the fervent is any man afflicted he said let him pray he says let him call upon the elders and then he says the fervent effectual prayer of the righteous man availeth much but he does not leave us in the dark he now says elijah that means this is my idea of fervent effectual prayer elijah was a man of like passion just as we are but he accessed certain keys And he prayed that there be no rain for a period of three and a half years. And to show you he was not trying, he engaged that same principle again. Again means mastery. When you do something again, you have gained mastery. And the Bible says, He that strives for mastery is not crowned except he strives lawfully. Are we learning now? There are individuals who are God's idea. When God wants to caution you, He can use certain individuals. For instance, remember Lord's wife. There is a lesson. Instead of telling you the whole lesson, it just tells you take note of this woman. If you understudy the woman, in that study is the lesson. God's idea of what it means to be blessed in the kingdom is personified in the man Abraham. Are we together? He called an idol worshipper from all of the Chaldeans, And began to give him instructions from Genesis chapter 12. In fact, that destiny was supposed to be for his father, Terah. But he could not make it. He did not meet the requirements. And God would call Abraham. And now began to tell him that if you follow in keeping with what I am giving you, I will bless you. This and that would happen to you. In you will all the families be blessed. Hallelujah. By the time you study Abraham, we get to Isaiah chapter 51 from verse 1 and 2, particularly verse 2. It says, look unto Abraham your father, and to Sarah that bore you. For I called him alone. Key word, alone. I didn't call him with wealth. I didn't call him with wisdom. I called him alone. So find out how wealth came to his life. Find out how wisdom came to his life. It says, I called him alone and blessed him and increased him hallelujah are we learning now yes so you see that all through scripture you find individuals who represent the thoughts of god as touching certain areas every time we look at a lesson from a doubter If I ask you who in the Bible is your lesson for doubting God, you will shout Thomas without... Even if you are not serious spiritually, you may shout Thomas because for some reason that individual... So this is how it is in scripture. One of the ways that we study scripture is to look at men who have passed through a process and at the end of their lives, they did not just get results. They they became God's idea. Of that pathway that means in studying them you can learn the pathway that leads to that result. And right now, we want to study one person in the Bible who gives us an idea of the price it takes for a new dimension, the price it takes to go forward. Are you ready? Judges chapter six. We are studying the man called Gideon. Georges chapter six. For reference. When you start from verse 1, our full text is 6 and 7. The Bible says that the children of Israel did what was wrong in the sight of God. And then he handed them over to their enemies for a period of 7 years, the Midians now. And they punished them, they tortured them. When you read on, a prophet came and began to speak, cautioning the people of God. Because that is usually God's pattern. That's how he leads men to repentance. Repentance. We see that pattern consistent, especially in the Old Testament. That every time people forgot about God, He handed them over to their enemies for a period. And in the midst of their pain, He would send a prophet to tell them, This is why this is happening. Now I leave you with an option. Are you ready to repent or remain slaves? And they would come and say, God, we are ready. Then He would send a man to command deliverance for them. They will enjoy the blessings of obedience, then disobey again. Then the cycle repeats itself like that. Are we together? Now, let's start from verse 11 for sake of time. The Bible says, There came an angel of the Lord, and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash, and all of that, and his son Gideon, fresh wheat by the winepress, to hide it from the Midianites. Verse 12. The Bible says, we are reading to 16. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of value." And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us. And delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. 14. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? 15. And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh." And I am the least in my father's house. Last verse. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. So here we see an encounter. A young boy called Gideon, threshing and hiding um, the products that he has from the Midianites because they will usually come to bully them and collect everything. And an angel appears to him and begins to speak to him about his prophetic destiny it is interesting to know that god never calls you by what you are or what you wear he calls you by your prophetic destiny he's seen a man hiding and he says thou mighty man of valor," because it's in his character to call things that be not as though they were are we together now so the young gideon just like jeremiah is now complaining look at the understanding that kept that guy you see one of the reasons why they were slaves was not just that they were weak people there was an understanding that encouraged that slavery and as soon as god approached him to talk to him listen to his complaint he said i am the least and then i am from the least family don't come and flatter me with such an elaborate and ambitious agenda that i will go to save the nation of israel from the Midianites. And God encouraged him and he said, well, I have a problem. Our fathers once told us that they advanced, they did this, they conquered nations, they saw miracles. Why have we not seen this kind of thing? And he told him, go in this your might. You know what he was telling him? He said, this ability to begin to probe into why the miracles stop is strength for you. Don't stop thinking, don't stop pondering. Start asking that question because there is a secret in it. The might there was his understanding. Understanding is might. <laughs> it was not just an impartation. He says, go in your might. I have seen that you sustain another kind of spirit. Because most of the people kept being slaves, not asking why the miracles stopped. They didn't ask why the miracles happened in the first place. So he's saying, Gideon, there is something happening to your understanding. That is equal to might. You are probing into why things that were happening now stopped. Do you know most people do not have this grace, this might of superior understanding. Even if you do not have results, the ability to start vetting why it stopped and why it happened is power. Are we together? So you find out that in January, every day was favor. And then February, it stops. And you do not ask a question. The first question is, why did it happen? The second question is, why did it stop? Once upon a time in my life, everybody would call me and bless me. But now it looks like the same people are still around my vicinity. But no one seems to beckon on me. In this thy might... The courage to ask questions, to say our fathers told us, I've not forgotten it, is still in my memory. That a time came in the history of Israel, they were invincible. Their enemies would see them and begin to shake because there was a hand that was with them. Why have we not seen it? He was asking the angel. I remember it's out of the abundance of the hearts that the mouth speaks. That means that as he was threshing in that weakness and that limitation, his mind was rejecting that level. He was asking a question Why am I like this? Can I tell you this? I'm sorry to say, but respectfully speaking, it is one of the reasons why many people in Africa don't move forward. We don't ask questions Why am I like this? No favor, no grace why is ministry not growing why is my spiritual life not growing can i tell you one of the most superior knowledge that you can have is how to learn what you don't know how to find out and how to learn what you do not know how to ask the questions that bring the right answers Most believers accept status quo and give it some superstitious explanation. Well, I'm sure God just wants it to be that way or well, I'm sure it's the devil. But that in itself is not enough answer. Are we together? I just thought, this is not even what I'm talking about. I just thought to draw a lesson. I didn't want to just allow the issue of Gideon to pass because many of us here seated looking at me. You once heard, my grandfather was a wealthy man he was a blessed man. He was the greatest in the village. But now the family is the poorest. And no one, you have not accessed that might that Gideon had to ask questions. What did he do that made the results happen? What did he stop doing that made the results stop? What was I doing that made me so powerful? That my spiritual life kept growing from level to level. I, I could; it was palpable that I was growing. The Bible said, "How shall we escape if we neglect carelessness? So great is salvation." Many people who fail do not ask what they are doing or not doing. Many people who succeed short term don't study their results; they only celebrate it. Can I tell you this? Celebrating success without thoroughly understanding the dynamics around it, you are only implicating yourself for casualty. And it is painful to one's was there. It is painful to one's rejoice. It is painful to one's taste of the grace of God. Are you learning something tonight? so when he said go in your your might most people think oh some impartation had happened the might there is not yet an anointing no the might there is the construct the understanding that courage and fortitude to start probing what took the presence of god away from you gideon what took the presence away from from the nation of israel how could god's covenant people These guys didn't need to lift a finger for Jericho to go down. Now the Midianites were oppressing them and Gideon had to hide. The angel said, you've gotten a key. Don't lose it. And God is handing that key over to someone tonight. What is the key? Listen, what is the key? The courage to probe into why results are happening or why results are not happening. Whether you are succeeding or failing, both of them deserve your study. What am I doing that is making my promotion happen every year? Don't just say, thank God promotion is happening. No. What am I doing? Can I tell you this? When your results come by mastery, you do not fear again. It is possible that you can activate laws. The laws of the kingdom and the laws of the spirit. And in truth, by luck, you can access something that works. And then you find out that it does not work again. Conferences like this bring us to a point of mastery where you can defend your results with your understanding. Before you graduate a student from a college of education or a university, usually there is something called a defense. Is that true? Where he comes before a parliament and they try to vet and probe into his understanding so far. Doesn't matter the topic. They are not necessarily just looking at the topic of discussion. His acumen, his understanding, his ability to argue out in defense of the degree or whatever certification he wants to have. And on the strength of what he demonstrates, they can now say, no, you are qualified. Life will ask you, what makes you think you will be anointed for 30 years? You can enjoy your anointing for two years while it lasts what makes you believe that in the next 10 years you will still be relevant in ministry what gives you the audacity to believe people will still place a demand on your life go in this dynamite. the ability to probe into why things happen and the ability to probe into why things don't happen you go and read your bible in the earthwork of jesus every time people came and asked him questions he respected them read your bible whether it was the woman at the well, whether it was John chapter 3. I hope you know it was this probing that bettered the scripture we use for salvation now. For God so loved the world. It started as a man asking a question. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. John 3 and verse 1. He said, Rabbi, we know that thou art a man sent from God. For no man can do these signs and wonders except God be with him. And then Jesus said, now that you've gotten my attention, let me begin to talk to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again. Then he asked another question. The woman at the well, she began to ask the question and he answered. Because the seed for an answer is a question. There is no reason why you should have an answer if you are not asking a question. For as long as you are not asking why your life is where it is. For as long as you are not asking why you are making tremendous impact before you celebrate results, be sure you can reproduce it. In my opinion, one of of all the dominion instructions that were given to man, more than being fruitful, the most powerful for me is replenish. Replenish is where true authority and master lies. The ability to produce that result again and again and again and again, and again. Are we learning? So he comes to Gideon, and Gideon meets him with a question. Why is my life like this? You are giving me a command, and you are telling me that I'm going to be a great warrior. I will bring down the Midianites and command salvation for God's people. But why are we like this? And the angel said, keep asking. Because you see, there is a law. And when Jesus came, he opened us up to that law. The law is found in Matthew chapter 7 from verse 8. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. Everyone, not preachers. Everyone that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh. Lord, why is favor not working in my life? Proverbs 18 verse 1 Through desire A man having separated himself The Bible says He seeketh and intermeduleth With all wisdom Most people would be out of their problems If only they understood This mysterious secret in the kingdom To ask why things are not working Why are doors closing for me? Why do I come to church and the same prophetic word comes on everybody but some come back with testimonies and others sit down and say the word is not working. Why? I ask a lot of questions. I ask God. I ask men. Dead and alive because in that ability to inquire you will find secrets secrets that make for your continuity secrets that guarantee your stability according to Isaiah 33 it is wisdom and knowledge that becomes stabilizers of a man's time and his destiny Is someone learning already You are going to pray right now over yourself for the grace to ask questions and continue to ask those questions until answers come. Go ahead and pray in one minute. Why am I not walking in the dimension of the anointing that I desire? Why is ministry not growing? Why is my finances going down? what happened in January that brought me favor and now in March the favor seems to have ended and for those of you who are doing well what am I doing by God and by grace that is producing the results that I now enjoy can I reproduce it can I bring others into that experience hallelujah Hallelujah. Now you understand the preceding scriptures that we started with, He said, I do not claim to have apprehended yet, Philippians chapter 3 from verse 12. How could Paul say that? Do you know the level of Paul's understanding? When you read Ephesians chapter 3, beginning from verse 3, Paul makes the defense of his spiritual intelligence. He says, listen, I didn't just learn this thing. I was initiated. Ephesians 3.3 3. I was called into a fellowship of the mystery. It's like an initiation into a body of truth. How that by revelation, he made known unto me the mystery as I have written up in few words. Verse 4, he said, so that when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. That means, don't be surprised at the level, the depth of my spiritual communication. I was drawn in by grace into a fellowship. It's like an initiation into a body of understanding. And yet, that's the same man who is saying, I do not claim to have known anything. Ah. He said, this one thing I do, I forget the things that are behind. He never said, I forget the failures that are behind. Failure is not the only thing you need to forget. We're getting there, But now let me, let me just run quickly because I want us to pray. Let's study the life of Gideon and learn a lesson or two that will help us tonight and God will grant us grace. Are you ready to learn now? Judges 7 verse 1. Someone's life is changing in the name of Jesus. Then Jerubal, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early. And preach. Now, let me explain the context for you. When God was done working with Gideon, he sustained the courage and the Bible says he blasted a shofar. When Gideon blasted a shofar, 33,000 people came. Are we together now? That was the man who was once weak and mediocre. Now he had the courage to Called that Shofar. And 33,000 people came. And the Bible says that all those people came and met him by the valley. Verse 2. Verse 2 very quickly. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Why? Lest Israel vounce themselves against me, saying, My own hand hath saved me. Now, Follow very carefully. There are two principal tests, and they also represent the price you must pay if you want to make progress. Test number one this was the test that was going to reduce the people. Let's find out what qualified the 300 out of 33,000. What happened that 300 were left, and they were the only ones who went and conquered? Are you ready? Test number 1, verse 3. Now therefore, go to, proclaiming the ears of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there return, how many people? (laughs) My goodness and my God. Believers, are, are, we, are we students of scripture? That out of 33,000 people who came, 22,000 were in fear. And he said, listen, don't frustrate our journey. So we give you a chance now. If you don't believe in your destiny enough, if you are not convinced that it's worth giving your all, I give you a chance. Go back. Ladies and gentlemen, how many went back? Twenty And, 2, 000, and there remained...
0: Say to those that are fearful-hearted, do not be afraid. The Lord your God is strong and in His mighty hands, when you call on His name, He will come and say, My God will come and save you. He will come and save you. Say to the weary ones, your God will surely come. He will come and save you. He will come and save Come and save you. Lift up your eyes to Him. You will arise
1: again. He will come and save.
2: I understand that God spoke to you and you wrote the vision, and He told you you will be shaking the nations. I understand that He told you. When you heard that shofar, he said, blow the trumpet in Zion. I know that you have come out, but just because you showed up to honor that sound does not mean you will get there. Test number one is the test of courage. It takes courage. Hear me. The first price it takes to be a trailblazer, to be consistent, to weary limitations till you win is the price of courage courage is derived from conviction listen carefully courage is not outsourced it is generated one more time courage is not outsourced it is generated generated from a conviction God is speaking to someone already the Lord said unto Gideon the people are too many Please go to verse 3. Let's just stay at verse 3. God is speaking to someone now. Your family members, they seem too many. Who will rise from there and break? I know you come from a crowd of 5,000 people. And just because a family meeting was held, don't make a mistake of believing that everybody who came there intends to get to the other side. Test number one. Who is he that will not be fearful Who is he that will not be afraid? He said, whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and return early. Don't waste our time. And the Bible says 22,000 people for God's sake. They said, Gideon, we're returning. Remember the dream God showed you, I'm still returning. Remember, you've come too far. You left your house and I'm still returning. Can I tell you, many have returned in ministry. Many have returned in business. Many have returned over their health. Many have returned. I'm here to encourage someone, pass this test. If it is de- hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I pray for you, you have to know that there are tests you must go through. You may not like what I'm teaching you, but if it's advancement you intend to have, there is a test. Behind every genuine result you see is a testament of endurance and courage. Make no mistake to think the anointing just came and moved people. Uh uh-uh. Before the anointing came, you know the audacity it takes to position yourself to defy the crowd, defy opinions. We live in a world that does not respect the sacrifices of people. The stamina and the staying power the man of god is just lucky the businessman i think he was just lucky do you know the pain and the tears nobody wins the olympic by mistake no you can get to the field by mistake please listen carefully because god is speaking to you the test of courage deuteronomy chapter 20 let's hurry up someone's life must change this night The first four verses, Deuteronomy 20. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou, he says, Be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee. Hold on, you would think that that God would take away the chariots. He says, I'm with you, but you will still see chariots, you will still see horses you will still see people more than you oh david when you see the size of goliath don't be afraid remember the one that is with you forget about the size of the adversary oh someone is ready to shake the devil will make you focus on the egyptians focus on chariots. As though God were not with you. He said, wait, hold on, hold on. Look up, please. Please settle down, look at me. The only way to see horses and chariots is when you go out to battle, not when you stay in. The courage to even go out is why you will see adversaries. Can I tell you, there are people who it looks like they don't have challenges. It's not that the devil is not attacking them. Is that they themselves have not even taken the first step of courage to their destiny. How did you know there are altars fighting you? Is it not when you made a commitment that I will be different. The altars had you. They said we stopped your father. We stopped your grandmother. Who is this man who is rising like a reed taken out of fire? Alas. When you go out to battle It is not unusual to find forces that are greater than you No That sickness in your body Those pills You stand and you make up your mind That everybody lived in a rented apartment forever But in the name of Jesus I will build And you ask how much can I buy a house And they tell you 30 million. And you check your account. And see that you have 4,000. You laugh at yourself feeling like a fool. Remember. The jealousy of God is standing by you to defend you. Please sit down. And it shall be. When ye are come nigh unto the battle. he said the priest shall approach and speak to the people. We are reading to 4 and shall say unto them, Hear, O covenant people, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified of them. Why? Verse 4, For the Lord your God is he that goeth before you to fight for you, against your enemies and save you can i tell you ask any man of god that you respect ask your man of god coming here look look let me tell you the stories of men are the exploits of courage in the midst of pain There are people today, they were told they would not survive certain things. They refused that I would not die. They saw death again and again. I have a choice. But I've made up my mind. No way. There are people who refuse when one door closes, they don't have time mourning. They force another one to open. Listen, we live in a world where people find pleasure justifying mediocrity. And they sit down there and use very justifiable reasons to remain there. They destroyed our house in 2007. That's why I don't have a house till now. It looks like an obvious answer, but it's not the right one. Please listen carefully. God is speaking to us. Test number one is the test of courage. Someone shout and say in the name of Jesus. Yes. I conquer fear, the fear of opinions, the fear of failure, the fear of the past, the fear of the future. Turn it into prayer right now. Turn it into prayer right now. In the name of Jesus, I conquer fear.
0: I conquer fear. Fear over my tomorrow.
1: Fear
2: over my destiny. The Lord is with me, standing by me, like a mighty, terrible one. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy 31. Let's hurry up. Please sit down. Someone's spirit is firing up this night. Deuteronomy 31 from verse 6 to 8. Listen. By the time I'm done teaching you, believe me, a grace will come on your life this night. You will walk out of this place knowing that you encountered the grace of God in reality. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doth goeth with you. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Verse 7, we are reading to 8. And Moses called out Joshua, and said unto him, In the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with these people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Verse 8. And the Lord, he it is that goeth before you, he will be with you, And he will not fail thee. Neither forsake thee. Fear not. Neither be dismayed. Please look up. Whenever God speaks to you about your future, God does not talk to men like he's talking to men. God talks to men like he's talking to himself. Hmm. One of the ways you will know is God speaking is because when God gives you a destiny instruction, he will even start by saying, Fear not. Because the size of what he will tell you, there is no logic and no, you will feel stupid for believing in him. There are many times you will regret training your ears to hear God. Because the excuse you would have used now. You can't say it's not him that spoke to you. That God speaks to you and tells you in your lifetime. I will use you to build a house for all your 13 brothers. And he said, God, don't flatter me. Just tell me I will succeed. I will pay my school fees. As at the time God is speaking, you are hoping you are still 20% gathering the money for your rent. I told you that God does not speak sympathizing with your current situation. He speaks as touching your destiny. When he finds you hiding, he does not say, O thou hiding one. He says, O thou man of valor. The same way God is seeing someone who is weak and saying, O thou prophet, do you not know that that grace and that unction of the prophetic is on you? And you are saying, God, don't flatter me. The prophetic, nobody, everybody was an idol worship by my family. The test of courage. Whoever is fearful, go back. 22,000 people, sir, went back. Let's continue. Judges 6 and. Judges 7. Now, verse 4. Are you ready? So the first test is the test of courage. Maybe I should add two or scriptures just to buttress on the issue of courage. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7, very popular scripture. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7, before we look at the second test. For God had not given Joshua Selman the spirit of fear. That means fear is a gift. Look up. Look at me. That when you find fear at work in you, you received it. Anything given can be rejected. Is that true? The Bible said God has not given. That means someone else gave it. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Look how powerful fear is. It takes three spiritual forces to dislodge fear. Power, love, and a sound mind. Don't downplay fear. Fear is the spirit that foreruns every other spirit. Every other spirit stands waiting for fear to open a door. No spirit will enter a door that fear has not opened. Did you hear what I said? Every spirit is at the mercy of fear. They wait patiently for fear to open that door. Then every other spirit can come. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Let me tell you, your destiny will require courage. You will stand face to face before mountains. You will stand face to face before some of you life-threatening issues. Maybe some of you are already even standing in front of those things. Who are down mountain, you should say, before bell. When that beast was roaring six fingers and six toes, Even the veterans of war in Israel became afraid. And a young teenager who came to serve his brother's food, he heard the voice of that beast and he went and stood there. And he said, what is happening? Who is this? They said, Goliath. Goliath? And he looked at him he said, please give me a chance to do something to this man. He went to Saul. The brothers drove him and said, go back. Before he kills you for nothing. And he went to King Saul. And Saul said, from what tribe? I want to know the covenant that backs you. That's all I need to know. When he stood before him with a sling, Goliath said, am I a dog? I will kill you but respect me. You must be such a stupid boy. You come to me with a sling? Look at your warriors. You've been been a shepherd with sheep. Your veterans are afraid. And when he was done talking, you would think that David would kneel down and say, I'm sorry, I'm just a teenager. David said, let me even tell you how you would die. This sling will bring you down. Your very sword is what I will use to remove your head. Ah, goodness. Courage. Can I tell you this? Some of you after this conference... You may not have money to buy sharp sand, but go and stand where that land is. Hear me? You may not have a ministry now and nobody's placing a demand on you, but go to the bush where your audience is. Stand there and hold a stick and begin to preach like I did many years ago. And decree and declare by the spirit, sense the anointing there. Train your gifts in the bush, train your anointing right there, because sooner or later the one who is a way maker will make the way for you.
1: Can I tell you this?
2: Fear puts men in bondage. Hebrews 2:15, I believe. And to deliver them who through the fear of death, two fifteen Hebrews, where all their lifetime—that means fear can capture a man's lifetime. Do you know what a lifetime is? From when you were born till when you die. Fear can literally possess a man's lifetime, not just moments in your destiny, a whole lifetime. courageous people are those who win in our world today. Those who are overly conscious of what people say. I made a statement. Who liked it? Who commended it? You you are ready for failure forever. There are times you will have to stand alone. Can I tell you something? You see, the ways of God does not always show the wisdom behind it immediately. There are times that you will look foolish for 10 years. It's the 11th year that will show you were wise for 11 years. But the courage to stay, when Noah was shouting and saying, rain is coming.
3: Hear me, rain
2: is coming. For 120 years he was shouting. They laughed at him. He said, I'm giving you a chance. All the animals were wise. They didn't argue. As soon as they got the call in peace, 7 by 7, 2 by 2, the animals who could run faster than men who could climb trees who were even more technical they quietly came and all the men who were helpless they stood there arguing it was god who closed the door and the bible says the rain was structured such that heaven gave its own rain earth gave its own rain what whoever it meets in the middle and that was where it killed everybody can i tell you this most of us in our world will never be great because of the fear of being alone there are people who will leave God a thousand times to gain friends there are people who abort their destiny a thousand times because of acceptance our our generation has such an obsession for acceptance don't get me wrong acceptance is one of the psychological indices that make for fulfillment I understand but let me tell you sincerely if it is destiny, there are many times it's at the end that the vision speaks. But you don't start building at the end. You start building alone. Foolishly sometimes. And as your wisdom unfolds, God now honors you. Once upon a time in this Lagos, there were people who were tying water. Is that true? water like what you call pure water today they were tying it in a leather you see remember and someone looked and said no water is an essential we can package this in in a in a more intelligent way do you know the risk it took what if they failed question did they fail the man who builds a hotel with 130 rooms question who signed that i'll come and sleep in your hotel the pastor who buys a land and builds a church did anybody sign a covenant with him that i'll guarantee you midweek i'm there church service i am there somebody say courage Courage. my dear worshipers when you write your songs does anybody give you any guarantee that i'll come and sing Everything you are celebrating today is the other side of courage. The other side of courage. The other side of courage. Seven up. You know seven up that you take? I'm sure you know how the name seven up came. Seven up just means six down, seven up. The man failed six times. Woefully. He named that product after his results. Today you drink it, but behind what you are drinking is the pain of a man. Look at me. I always wondered why God, through the prophet, would tell Naaman to go and bath seven times. God, you are mighty. What is seven? I later found out that is, there is something about the law of process that was taught in that miracle. Do you know that after Naaman took his bath six times, You thought there would be evidence of cure to encourage him. He was still as dirty and scaly and as tattered as that. Five minutes to your miracle, it will still not look like it. This is the thing about God that you have to understand. Can I tell you this? Go and ask Elijah. He prayed and said, check for me. Nothing. Prayed and said, check for me. Nothing. Seven times. Even the sixth time, nothing. The same way you are seated today, you don't know it's tomorrow that prophecy has written that you will be smiling as it is right now. Nothing is in your life. Ah.
0: My Deliverer is coming. My Deliverer is standing by. My Deliverer is coming. My deliverer is standing by
2: the prophet said, By this time tomorrow, you thought a cloud would suddenly start moving, and the nation of Israel say Wow, a cloud is forming. After the prophet spoke, I'm sure even him, he went back and said, God, I've spoken. Don't let these people kill me. A woman that can eat her child, is it a prophet she will not eat? By the next day, everybody woke up, where is that stupid prophet playing with our intelligence in the name of the Lord? You said today, this is that day. They forgot it was God that made the day. Four lepers. Why sit we here and die? Let's go and die in the place where there is plenty. There's a lesson there. It's better to die in a place of supply than to run away out of fear. The the guys were wise. They said, anyway, we are going to die. So it's wiser and cheaper. And when they took that step of faith, the Lord amplified them, and it was like the sound of chariots. And they said, ah, Samaria has now gathered allies to come and fight us. When they got there, all they saw was supplies. Can I tell you this? Someone by this teaching, you are receiving the courage to do something that four years ago you wrote it God told you start you've been afraid and sitting there go and register the company oh God you know the way Nigeria is now I'm waiting until my uncle he said he's contesting for election war to him who puts his strength in a man if God gives you the marching order sustain the courage and the grace to go can I tell you sometimes you will fail obeying God oh I wish you would not there are times you will fail obeying god when you fail obeying god allow the one who takes the glory to also take the shame you've always heard me say this if you are the one taking the shame you have been taking the glory too it's a deal whoever takes when you say god take everything you mean take both the glory and the shame if on account of my hearing you this shame comes upon me Take responsibility for my obedience. Please sit down. Let me give us the last test. <laughs> the price for new dimensions. Price number one is the price of courage. on bending resoluteness that is not outsourced but generated lord i know you have spoken to me that from this family where no one has risen that you are going to lead me and the nations will celebrate your workings upon my life i believe what is the next step start moving to where keep moving do you believe i am god keep moving To where? To Lagos. Lord, I'm in Lagos. What is the next step? Trust me. What kind of answer is that? And all your classmates call you and say, oh, is it your picture I saw in NMPC? You say, for where? I'm still here. I'm in Lagos. And they say, but you too, you know, some of you, sometimes you can be very stupid and you just stand and say, Lord, everybody may seem to have moved forward. Maybe that's someone's testimony now. God just locked you up and all you are doing is praying and fasting, praying and fasting, studying scripture, praying and fasting, reading books, praying and fasting, praying and fasting, and then learning materials. You know so much, but the platform to put it to work is not there. God is doing something with you. Let me warn you. If God says, wait, wait. Every time you rush seasons, you will always give birth to the Ishmael that will fight Isaac. God is a God of speed, but God does not rush. Two days to your breakthrough, Satan can bring an offer in one day that can make you birth Ishmael and forever you will have to live with that battle. Part of the way we gain speed is by waiting. It's a mystery that when we wait, we truly run. Is someone learning? Obtain courage. Do not fear. Refuse fear. When angels appear, they tell men, fear not. It is for a reason. Test number two. Georges 7, 4. Hmm. Are you ready for the second test? Now, this one, in fact, if you did not get anything I shared here, Please don't forget this. This is a life-changing secret that I want to share with you now. You will thank your man of God for the rest of your life if you get what I'm showing you now. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are yet too many. The first test reduced them, but there are still 10,000 others. He said, bring them Unto the water. And I will try them for you there. Listen carefully. And it shall be. That of whom I say to you. This is the one who goes with you from that test. Then he shall go with you. What is the test? Verse 5. Please give us verse 5. So he brought the people. Unto the water. Are you ready now? And the Lord said to Gideon. They are going to approach their interaction with this water in two ways. Study them and use their encounter with this water to filter them. Everyone that lapped on the water with his tongue as a dog lapped, him shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that bowed down upon his knees to drink. Look up. Let me teach you a mystery here. Do you know what this means? Don't forget that when he called them, they came out of their homes. They had started walking. Some of them returned. That means everybody had left home. Their energy had been spent. Are you getting the point now? Now he brought them to the place of salt in the fellowship. No more prayer, no more hearing God. You are now bowing down to drink that water. I'm happy with the 10,000 that is coming. I'm happy with the 30 members. There is no pressing, no fasting, no building. Gideon study their approach to that which gives them comfort at this level. The assignment of water is to quench your thirst. When you are a thirsty man who has been working for a long time, when you see water... You will not know there are other treasures in the war front greater than that water. Is someone getting that now? The second test. You see, let me tell you this. There is, you have to conquer the deception of current success. You, you want to go forward? You must conquer the deception of complacency. That comes as a result of your current achievements. It is not only failure that kills. Success kills more than failure. Many people stopped working with God. Many people deflated their passion for growth. Their passion to be mentored. Their passion to learn. After all, there's results now. I've started prophesying. It's not very clear, but I've started prophesying. Here and there, the anointing has started working. It looks like a few members are coming now. And God is saying, This is only a test. Gideon, study them. This test, you will not find out immediately. It will take time for you to know those who will separate, who will be separated. And he said, Anyone, have you ever seen a dog settle? When a dog is eating, it does not eat and lie down and just remain there. It's ready to move. In fact, parts of the body is already moving. Once it is done, it moves to what it was doing before that temporary success. It says, those who lap, they are still on their feet. They are just fetching it. My feet, my instrument of motion is still in place. But those who bow down upon their knees, to so bow down means to make it Lord over you. You have made the success Lord over you. You have made the little exposure consume you. Hear me? I'm telling you why you see people gaining momentum, doing certain things. And at a point, you will know that this preacher, he's not backslidden, but he has plateau. There's nothing else to learn from him. And can I tell you, this generation is very unforgiving over exhaustion. The moment they, they discern that you have, you have rounded up your syllables, they will respect you and build a monument around your, your refusal for continuity. Give me glory. Please look at me, we are wrapping up. There are many preachers who have failed this test. There are many business people. You are a preacher here. Please don't, as much as possible, don't miss the the pastor's conference tomorrow. By the privilege of God's grace, I'll be sharing with you certain keys that will help you. Tonight's service, before you receive, is a service of genuine repentance. Lord, I didn't know that the river you brought me to was only a test. The one house you gave me the visa you gave me to tour Europe. And when I returned back, I said, nobody should come and invite me anywhere where they will give me $1,000 again. Oh dear. After all, I went round. Believers and all those who are connecting learn a lesson from this. It is a real price to watch success and still be on a mission while people clap for you do you know most times when i as a church auditorium not even discussing the price by use you won't believe it and then i sent a delegation to meet the man and the man said no way pentecostal scattered chairs they scattered this i invested so much i'm not ready to lose my money for nothing and i said god but you spoke to me i'm not saying the, I hope you.
1: I hope
0: highest
1: royalty
0: I am undone before your glorious
2: majesty someone pray the test of courage the Lord when you speak I will not only listen I will move, if I fail, let me fail here in you. My soul fear not, my soul fear not over your finances, my soul fear not over your spiritual life, my soul fear not in the name of Jesus Christ
0: fear not he stands behind you like a mighty terrible one
1: in the name of Jesus now
2: pray over the second test Lord, as you lift me, take away the influence of my results over my life. Let it not influence me to a point that I forget you, to a point that I stop living by the values that brought me that honor. Someone lift your voice and cry before your Maker. Let it not be that when you have built houses,
1: and your flocks and
0: herds are multiplied that you will say my power and the might of my hand has given me this way but thou shall remember the
2: lord thy God thou shall remember the
0: lord thy God
2: Hallelujah. Father, we ask you to help us. You have used the life of Gideon and the strategy that empowered him to use 300 men and defeat the Midianites. Lord, there are mountains, there are heights, There are levels and there are realms that we have not gotten to, that we need to get to. We are in seasons in our lives where we need to make notable advancements, notable progress. Lord, we pray that the test of courage may we pass that test. The test of courage may we pass that test. The test of courage. May we pass that test. And then, oh God, I pray that as you honor us and as you give us results before the nations, before our contemporaries, before all men, may you grant us the stamina to not be distracted by results. That we will celebrate your hand and your workings in our lives but not to the detriment of our advancement. Help us, oh God, that in the midst of our results, may we remain focused. May we remain disciplined. May we remain spiritual. May we remain committed. May we remain humble. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, as we humble ourselves before you, let there be no to the degree and the dimension with which you will lift us. Now in the name of Jesus, I stand in faith with the angel over this house and then the graces that are here represented and I decree and declare over your life that the courage to keep moving until you leap over a wall, until you cross barriers to the next season, May that grace rest upon you now. May that grace rest upon you now. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray for you. For anyone here who, probably because of mistakes that you have made, the glory that you once enjoyed, it is now e-cabot. It looks like the dimension of lifting you experience. Has seemed to leave you the relationships the connections right now i declare the same grace that grew back the hair of samson i stand by the power of the prophetic let there be restoration now restoration of relationships restoration of dignity restoration of finances restorations of joy and by the power of the prophetic Like Moses commanded the nation of Israel to go forward in the name of Jesus Christ, go forward,
0: go forward to new heights, to new levels,
2: to new dimensions. Spiritually, go forward, financially, go forward in the name of Jesus Christ. And every power that has fought you until this conference. To not allow you breakthrough. Powers of ancestry. Orchestrations in heavenly places. I stand by the rod of a higher priesthood. And I In the name of Jesus. Be delivered from those powers now. Let there be testimonies for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Testimonies in ministry. Testimonies in family. Testimonies in your walk with God Finally I pray for you Everything that has stolen your passion For God Your passion for prayer Your passion for the secret place Your zeal for spiritual things Distractions that have come through relationships Distractions that have come through your results In the name of Jesus I fan the flames of your spiritual life i found the flames of your prayer life i found the flames of your word life in the name of jesus christ to everyone who is sick in body i declare be healed now by the power of the holy spirit please we have to wrap up now i didn't have the time to prophesy and pray but if the man of god does allow you please even if you are not a pastor if they do allow you Please do come tomorrow because I'll have a session to teach and let me have some time to prophesy and also pray for the sick and just declare release over your destiny. May the Lord bless you and
1: honor you in Jesus name.
3: in this auditorium between 7 and 8 there will be 10 o'clock meeting. Everybody can come 10 o'clock. The man of God said everybody should be here. How many of you will be here? Praise God. I believe we have been blessed tonight. How many of you have been blessed tonight? Just thank God for what God has done in your life. Thank him. Thank him for his faithfulness over your life. Thank him for every good thing he has done. Thank again. Thank him. Thank him. If you are coming for the first time tonight, George, you have your card with you, they have given it to you, make sure you drop it with the ushers before you go, they will pick it up and I believe we are blessed. So I will look at you say, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank
1: you.